Be real nice if your comp Beast Wars comic weren't so fucking shitty, bud. Too much energon. Too much energon. Like this podcast. <laughs> the beasts are here, McLeod, for the gathering. <laughs> Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, Megatron. But they better stay out of my way. Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Big time Gary himself. Man, these things look like toys. Does that mean transform? Gidor, what have you done? I am transformed. Sigma balls, Gary! episode in living color of too much energon your favorite beast wars podcast where uh you know two dudes uh talk about beast wars shit and lately mostly talk shit about beast wars (laughs) (laughs) i am one of your hosts neocal and i am joined by the prestigious man who needs no further introduction the uh the man the myth the legend himself christopher siege Siege, how are you now? Christ almighty. Okay, so this is episode 122 of Too Much Energon, and we are covering three... We have to start all the way over. I said 122 <laughs> at the beginning. No. <laughs> 123. And, 120. Um, one, two. One, two, three, four. Beasts, beasts, beasts. Beasts, beasts, beasts. You know what? I can't wait. I remember like a hundred episodes ago, too much energy on. I'm like, man, let's not do the Japanese Beast Wars. But I mean, looking pretty <laughs> fucking good <laughs> right around now. It's looking, um, the Beast Wars, uh, the, the Japanese Beast Wars show is starting to look real fucking good, ain't it, bud? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, friends of the show, Burnham and Bertram. Um, uh, yep, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Um, Burnham and Bertram. That like yeah. the, the writer and the the artist. Yeah. Um that sounds like a law firm. <laughs> Burnham and Bircham. The law offices of Burnham and Bircham. Do do. And it just like zooms in on an office drone shot from the outside. And we go in and they're just like Rhinox is like sitting there like organizing papers and Rat Trap is like, oh man, the pterodactyl. Uh we got the ter- ter- pterodactyl pterosaur V Scorpnock case coming up tomorrow. And I'm stumped. Have you been the subject of a personal injury that is not your fault? Give us a call at 1-900-666-FUCK for the law offices of Burnham and Bircham. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been pulled over because you had one too many of those sweet, sweet beans? Oh, Burnham and Bircham. I'll get rid of your DUI. And you may even dial the phone number. You may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> Might be entitled to compensation. Uh, so uh, this week on uh, Too Much Energon, we are talking about issue 15 of the 2020. 16? 15? I thought 15. It... 15. <laughs> of 20, the IDW 2021 Beast Wars comic book, which means there are only three more issues left after this. Thankfully. R- mercifully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh for a little bit of housekeeping though i gotta give someone a shout out 
So the reason why this comic book ended uh, last year in 2022, after only 17 issues and one annual, totally had nothing to do with the quality of the book at all, or the fact that I haven't talked to anyone who likes Beast Wars who actually likes this fucking comic. Uh, well, they're out there somewhere. I'm sure they, they are. This book must have at least sold like... At 10,000 copies a month. This so. book must have sold at least one, 200 copies <laughs> somewhere out there. But, um, well, IDW lost the licensing rights to the Transformers in uh, 2022. That's why this comic book came to an end. What I Which I'm sure they, they woefully had to accept. Which... So uh, we originally started reviewing this comic book back in uh, 2021, and there was a period between of about a year between when we were from when we we did those too much Galavar episodes that I repurposed into episodes of Too Much Energy on yeah, to yeah, actually yeah. being in the present. There was a span of about a year there. Uh, so when it came time to review uh, whatever the first issue was that was our first issue actually reviewing in the present which we uh, actually bought on like its launch day um what i discovered when it, it came time to start talking about this comic book in real time again was uh that this shit isn't available anymore it's not available on any digital store oh right it. yeah okay so listeners um a while back uh i was like do we have the, the did we like did we get a season pass of these i i can't find any of mine and um siege was like uh no 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 i'll uh the uh laser comb production will will buy them for us and he went you can gift things through uh google play or itunes or whatever you want to get it through or amazon amazon owns um comicsology yeah, Kindle, they've actually, right, they, they've they've actually they they merged. merged Comixology yeah. into Kindle, which I'm not a fan of, but... No, weird hoops we had to jump through to figure that out. Right. And um, I have, like, issue, a bunch of issues that he got me uh, for reviewing these um, on Google Play. They're just not there anymore. So yeah. for, like, a hot, like, what, six months, a year, maybe... Yeah, let, let's say a year or whatever. Uh, they were there, and then the, and they just weren't. And then they're not. And uh, yeah, and I then they on, weren't. <laughs> I, I looked on multiple storefronts. I looked on Kindle. I looked on uh, iTunes. I looked on Google Play Bookstore. Uh, this shit isn't available anymore. Like and any of yeah, everywhere. It was. It's so, there. It's it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, listener on uh, one of our listeners on uh, Twitter at Dex Lower, uh, go give him a follow. A while ago, when we first kind of made the call to action to get the uh, Beast Wars: The Gathering and Beast Wars: The Ascension comics, uh, him and a couple of other people actually uh, sent me links to where to to find those. But I checked the link that uh, at Dex Lower sent to me. And not only did he have Beast Wars The Gathering and Beast Wars The Ascension, but he also had sc scans of all of the 2021 Beast Wars comic book. So because of uh, Dex Lower, uh, we, we, we're, we're actually able to continue reviewing this comic. 
Literally um, shout out to this one dude that scanned the <laughs> Yeah. For for better or worse, we're we're able to continue. We hey, um whenever possible, uh laser comb productions like is a patron of the arts. Yes. And will rent or purchase or whatever the whatever media we're reviewing. Um, if I if I what can are you gonna buy do when we can't? Yeah, if I can buy something for these shows that we do, uh, I will. Yeah, but um, and like I generally don't pirate things, and like I believe people shut up and be, take my money. Yeah, I believe people should be paid for their work. Yeah, I've felt that way for a very long time now. Uh, but yeah, this this comic it just isn't available. It's gone poof. So yeah, licensing issues. Yeah, I I mean yeah the um. Like like I said, uh, IDW lost the license, but I I didn't think that meant that the digital comics were just that they previously existed were just going to disappear altogether. They're just they just can't sell them anymore. Yeah, yeah, which weird. is weird to me. Yeah, it's like I guess Hasbro doesn't want those that th- those royalties. I yeah. Like, also, weirdly, wouldn't the royalties just, yeah, wouldn't it just switch? Also, weirdly enough, now no they, one makes money from that. <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough, the uh, the Transformers comic license is now with uh, what is it, Skybound Entertainment, which is owned by uh, Robert Kirkman, which means eventually Transformers really? comics are going to be published by Image, or which means that they might be good. Maybe, but weirdly enough, like he's had Let's the not get our hopes up, right? <laughs> uh, he's they've had the license now since I think December of last year, and they still haven't done anything with it. Let it cook. It's, co- yeah, it's cooking. Do you do you smell what the Walking Dead is cooking? No, I fell off that that bandwagon years ago. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went to. Caught up on the volumes. Uh, I'm a, I'm a comic enjoyer of that since uh, since day one of The Walking Dead. But I, I fell off on the TV show. Yeah, so um, did I. I fell off on both. I I read like the first three volumes of the uh, comic book back in the mid 2000s when it was like really like had made like a big splash because it was a very acclaimed indie comic. So I'm like, yeah, I'll check this out. Um. I only read the first three volumes. I liked it. I just had its idea of being the zombie movie that never ends. Uh, (laughs) Things need to end eventually. How dare you? Even this podcast. How dare you? I know, right? But yeah, so the the idea... So I, I didn't keep reading The Walking Dead. And I started watching the show. And with the show, I lasted until, I think, season five. Season and, five is which season? What? Is that before or after Negan is introduced? Uh, I think that's the season he is introduced. Okay, okay. That's when I stopped, oddly. Yeah. We both just got tired of it around the same time. Yeah, I, I like that character. I like the actor that betrays him. Um, The uh, the actor who plays uh, the comedian in The Watchmen, uh, he also plays uh, Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman. Oh, really? <laughs> the, the guy who was oh, yeah. Martha yeah, yeah. at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Um, but uh, yeah, I just kind of—I don't know. Mostly, uh, I 
think the timing was weird. I had an ex that still like paid for cable. Right. And so I stopped, stopped what, watching like what, cable what, TV. What kind of fool pays for cable in this day and age? I know much better to pay for like 17 different prescription services. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what a fool. I say only a, a cool cable is back a in pog form. <laughs> will, uh, will uh, uh subscribe to cable by the way i have cable a fool i say <laughs> a fool i say fool hardy tom foolery that's me right there and tom, uh, oh thomas changed my background god damn oh well thomas j fool hardy <laughs> fool hardy esquire <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thomas J. Foolhardy Esquire. <laughs> I like I like that. That's uh, that's our new alias. If we if we are ever two kids in a in a trench coat with like a fake mustache and like a, a trilby, right. it's Thomas J. Foolery Esquire. Where <laughs> <laughs> we do a business at the business factory. <laughs> One ad one adult ticket to this movie, please. I will take your one of your finest beer. I will take one of your finest alcohols. <laughs> Is that, I think that's what um, uh, Shazam says in the the movie when he they when I he, he I can't remember the exact line, but when he figures out that he like can turn into an adult, him and his buddy like go into a convenience store, and I think he said I says I will take your finest alcohol. I will take your one of your finest alcohol. <laughs> and don't they like drink it and like spit it out? And they're like, uh. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too, kid. Me too. Me too. They're like, oh, this isn't very good. Speaking of things that aren't very good. Issue 15. Issue 15. So uh, Captain Ron wakes up and uh, he's like, oh, man, what a hangover. And uh, Megatron's there. Man, that's, that, that's the last time I try to, to match Rhinox in a drinking contest. <laughs> <laughs> and he wakes up and Megatron is like, well, that's your first mistake. Filthy organic. And much like you did not sufficiently hydrate like a fool no no and um <clears throat> in typical um uh we don't call this one ronnie we call him um captain ron Jason? oh captain ron C captain uh, ron <laughs> um he flies into a blind rage and tries to tackle megatron you know like how optimus primal is is known for well, he's still juiced up on red energon. Right. Technically, canonically that, true. Okay. That yeah, the, I, I had that thought at first as well. And then I'm like, oh right, yeah. He, he was juiced like, up. He he was uh he did snorted too many rails of uh, I like red how energon. the resolution to the red energon isn't that's not wrapped up. They just conveniently like, oh, I guess it wears off after a while. Haha. <laughs> Oh yeah, Captain Ron says because uh, he jumps, he he leaps toward uh, Megatron in a rage, and yeah. there's a force field there. He finds out the hard way and gets uh, e electotroned. Yeah, and on page two, there is a sweet zoom in um, of feet picks for the feet picks people of Megatron in his fabulous heels. <laughs> but um, 
so uh captain ron is like my uh oh my i i'm getting my 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 wits back uh, about me i i guess the uh i i guess the charge from that force field uh negated the effects of the red energon and i'm just like whatever <laughs> sometimes the issues are episodic sometimes they're not i uh, i guess Sometimes, and then it took care of itself. Sometimes a uh, sometimes a a, a a writer of a certain caliber will just uh, conveniently like find the easiest way possible to like conveniently conveniently write himself out of the problem he created in the previous issue, making you wonder why that other issue needed to exist in the first of, you place. Know, working on character. It's a rare talent for um, a later issue to make the prior issues even worse. Um, it, it, it's a it, it, it's a it, not a skill per se, but it is um, talent. It, it yeah, it's it, it's something. Usually, it's the opposite. Usually, oh shit, how do we fill in these plot holes? Uh, uh, this is how, and it's like. Okay, yeah, fine. We can forgive that. That happens all the time in uh, kids' animation and comic books and stuff like that. It does the opposite. Or yeah, it makes see, you dislike prior issues less. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, I was like they made was... a big deal of it, and it just wears off. I was I was talking to someone uh, uh, at work today about Back to the Future, actually, because uh, yeah, he, he he's an older guy and was talking about. Um, like the Pittsburgh Steelers team of 1985, like one of the best football teams ever. And I'm like, that's the year I was born. He's like that. Uh, oh, that's the year I graduated high school. And I'm like, that's also the year that Marty McFly went back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> so we started talking about back to the future. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I grew up really loving those movies. I actually like the second one the most. And he's like, really? He's like, uh, I all about that first one. I'm like, I, I know most people are. It's an unpopular opinion, but I like it in stories when um, and this is why I actually kind of like the movie Tenet as well, which a lot of people don't. Uh, I like stories that recontextualize events we've already seen. Right. That That's something in uh, uh, that's something in fiction that I really enjoy. Movies, TV, comic books. Uh, where like uh, new information is given or new events occur that like just completely recontextualize things we've already seen and change our understanding about it and yada yada yada. This here is doing the exact fucking opposite of that. I was going to say, oh, much like our <laughs> our experience with this comic, it recontextualizes. Oh wait, no, most of the Beast Wars comics actually trivialize make the rest of trivialize. <laughs> Or make the rest of Beast Wars in entirely just worse for it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I know what I'll do. I'll introduce something new. Yes. Uh, uh, Red Energon. Ah. And then I'll do nothing with it. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Jeff Goldblum. The return of Jeff Goldblum. Anything to make this uh, more palatable. So... What ends up happening here, they they discuss some metaphysics and jargon that I don't fucking care about for like three pages. Yep. 
Uh, You're not helping. And he tries to strong arm his way through. And Megatron's like, blah, 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 energy. Why don't you use your head for a change? And the conversation doesn't sound like them. No, it doesn't. And uh, so Captain Ron is like trying to convince uh, Megatron that they need to work together to escape and yada, yada, yada. I think not. (laughs) And And then our uh, famous villains. No. And then then our famous villains, Tigatron, Air Razor, Inferno, um, Polar Claw, and Saberback. Yeah. Who are, I guess, have been programmed by the Va? They're the children of the Va, yes. Yeah. Um, And so Tigatron apparently is like the ringleader of the group. And he's talking about how... Uh, how great the Vok are and how the Vok are gods and how the Vok just, uh, it's, it's best for all of them to just put themselves into stasis, uh, either leave or put themselves into stasis for all eternity. So they stop fucking with the Vok's experiments and Tigatron being like in the show, the, the Vok actually like kidnap Tigatron and Air Razor, turn them into Tiger Hawk and make them like an emiss- emissary of the Vok. It's a stupid fucking plot point in late in that show. In the very least, they've done that better. They've made Tigatron and Bird Mom better representatives of the Vok in this. But I mean, it, it's so incredibly hard to do a Vok story that's not better than Beast Wars's like OG, like Beast Wars. Um, well, the stuff in the Beast Wars cartoon with the Vok, what what we find out later on is the Vok. Like all of that is really interesting. Like the stuff. With it's the interesting aliens. up until the end when they, they just fumble the end of it. Yeah, but up to that point, it's actually really it's fascinating and like the mystery of like who who are these aliens? What are all these experiments they're doing? Oh yeah, like, it's absolutely fascinating. Um, they they just fucked it up at the end. Um. This comic kind of just f- fucks it continuously, and th- this was the moment, one of the first moment, uh, Tigatron being like the ringleader of the children of the Vok, and like talking about how, uh, about how great the Vok are and whatnot. This was the first moment where I was like, "Oh, Vok, Vok, right off, comic book," and uh, I was like, "Okay, I guess." And even Inferno is like refers to them as the God Queens. The ne- that was the next- Here oh, we are! <laughs> that was the next, oh, Vok right off moment from me. Uh, so- the, Why didn't the, he just say the royalty? Like he actually, wouldn't he just say that? Yeah, God Queen. God Queens. But the God thing queens. is, he referred to his Megatron as my queen because there's one queen in an ant colony. So him saying God Queens misses the context of the animal he's portraying. You, right. I'm sorry, but you're a fucking dumbass. You don't know that ant colonies have one. I, I'm saying it. I'm sorry, friend of the show, but you don't know ants have one fucking queen. That's like something you learn in like kindergarten. Yeah. If not from your parents before. And he calls them God Queens. So, uh, so Inferno follows this up by getting out a tape deck boom box <laughs> and pressing play and then oh god save god, the queen I forgot about that yeah god, god save the queen save the queen plays by the sex pistol plays and uh well actually that doesn't happen at all but that would have been much more amusing that'd than... be that'd be pretty sweet <laughs> 
than this comic actually is. So the children of the Vok transform and fuck off. And uh, uh, Captain Really Ron dumb contextual conversation comes on that's unneeded. Um, they're like, oh man, we're stuck here forever. And he's like, typical pathetic Maximal barely had enough courage to speak to our captors. And he's like, oh, first there was dust when you blasted the ground. Your weapon's discharge couldn't penetrate the force field, but the dust was able to? How come? Question mark. And, and why uh, would they shift to alt mode? Alt mode? <laughs> it's called beast mode, asshole. <laughs> what the oh. fuck is wrong with you? You had one job, and it was to get the characters to say beast mode. Alt mode? Fuck you, man. Sorry, <laughs> it's clear you didn't like writing for this. Uh, and um, Enemy of the show. <laughs> Everyone. Um, here come, and here comes the next Ovok right off. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah, this was my first big one. Like, if I if I was holding the, the following scene, <laughs> um, viewer discretion advised, the following scene, which Siege is about to describe, if I had owned the physical copy, I would rip out of the book. <laughs> so, um, Captain Ron goes to beast mode and walks right through the force field because apparently <laughs> organic matter can pass through it. You and then Captain Ron calls his robot form alt mode in one page, both <laughs> beast mode and like robot form. Both yeah. of them are alt mode. You, you look on page, uh, fucking what is it? The one where he puts his paw, monkey paw, through the thing. He calls, Oh, why did they shift to alt mode when they left the cavern? And then he's like, I was in my alt mode when I was captured. So both of them are alt mode. Fuck, yeah. fuck off, dude. Alt mode is what someone on a Transformers fan forum calls it, calls the. We'll, we'll call like um, the Autobots and Decepticon when they transform into vehicles, like a lot of people on Transformers forums and sites will call that alt mode. Yeah. Or it's somebody that mode. like Googled or somebody <clears throat> that Googled what the different forms are instead of actually watching the fucking show. Yeah, it's it's fucking beast mode. It, it's Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> like they, they watch the intro. To 1996 yeah. Beast Wars, and you learn what Beast Mode is. Yeah. Anyway, they say Beast yeah, Mode in like fucking... in every fucking episode of the show, at least like half a dozen times. That that Eric uh, had on in the background on Tubi when he was like making dinner. <laughs> that's our. I, I love that new headcanon That that's like his sole familiarity with the show, <laughs> having it on in the background. Not while really paying attention tasks. to it yeah. while doing other things around the house. So yeah, like Siege said, um, big, big uh, Captain Ron uh, transforms into a gorilla. Uh, he transforms from his alt mode to his alt mode. <laughs> and... Only one of, grammatically speaking, only one of those can be an alt mode. <laughs> right here, right on the page. Both of them are alt mode. Uh, and then what do you know? Uh, he just walks through in the next page. Kudos to the artist, by the way. 
Uh, we switched back to Christopher's favorite artist. Yeah, Winston Chan. Yeah. The um, art is not the problem in this comic. No. Um, and the scene after he passes through, it's their pose just so fucking funny that I immediately went from rage to like laughing. Just that like that sultry like gorilla like walking through the the barrier. Okay, I got this shit eating grin on uh how do I print screen on sorry, I've got a my one of those mini keyboards. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's his face. (laughs) You mad, bro? Uh (laughs) and Megatron being the very smart, intelligent uh leader of the Predacons he is, goes impossible right uh so the Vok are so powerful guys like you don't even know like oh man they're so powerful that they made a barrier that like they can just walk through in their alt mode yeah that i that was the moment where i was like okay i fucking hate this issue <laughs> it's oh, so we were it's just so in the goddamn first few pages s- Stupid! Like the Vok are supposed to be like all knowing and all powerful, and not only that, but they have their own like Cybertronian cronies working the, for them now, who they've seen and know can transform. Yeah, they've been. By the way, they've been watching them invisibly. So why the they fuck know would they create an energy barrier that <clears throat> they can just like go to beast mode and walk through? And this is where the probably <clears throat> um, actually people will come in. Um, it wasn't about um, it was it was about making them think outside the box and shift to a f- form that didn't have energy weapons. And if you recall um, from the TV show, when they were in their beast modes, they didn't trigger any of the Vok traps. <laughs> I mean, right? I guess... so I guess you could argue that. That when they're just treated like normal animals in their beast modes, but like they know that they're not normal. Yeah, that that that's what I don't get about it. Right, and like energon doesn't affect them in this, and so whatever force field this is doesn't. But that implies that like a lot of things shouldn't affect them, like like, even like the box laser themselves. eyes. <laughs> Maybe that's. I swear, I swear, if the climax of the series is they have to beat the Vok, the Vok by going beast mode on them, I'm going to be real angry. <laughs> Our weapons don't affect them when they're in their alt modes. <laughs> oh, God. for Christ's sake, now that you've said that, like, I can totally see that that I can that's going to have I, that's, that I can see the, this comic going that route. Uh huh. They're gonna do all this. By the way, the rest of this whole fucking episode, listeners, is like them doing research and preparing for. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, the, the actually the the best uh, way we can uh, describe the rest of the issue is Megatron and Captain Ron agree to work together to fight the children of the Vok. They fight yeah. the children of the Vok. <clears throat> Megatron fucking ass. Megatron gets real pissed and kills two of them. <laughs> yeah. It, fuck it, it actually a pretty cool shot he like and bites, that's the part this he, part's fucking rad he, he just bites mauls polar, polar claw yeah he bites polar claw and holds him up in the air and like fucking mouth lasers him like polar right claws like this is less fair of a fight off the ground release me and fight more honorably and megatron's like no 
and like shoots his mouth laser while he has polar claw in his mouth yeah that that's a dope shot and inferno's like you killed him it should be that should be obvious yes and i'm like okay that's pretty fucking rad and then megatron i think kills inferno kills two of them he he grabs uh saber saber what's that guy's name i just said it earlier saber tooth tiger claw (laughs) saber paw saber back i don't know saber back yeah um in one hand and inferno in the other and uh snaps saber back in half and as he's about to kill inferno um the vox show up but like in a cybertronian form uh they're possessing the corpse of polar claw oh you're right yeah yeah they're possessing the corpse of polar claw and they basically like shit talk megatron and as he floats in the air he's like i am pekak a god worship me and i'm like why do they have an ego even in beast wars they didn't have an ego why would they if they were all like knowing and all powerful they don't need people to like suck their dick they can suck right. their own <laughs> See, I, I don't even have a dick unless <laughs> no. i want one and why would i filthy organics um <laughs> So he says a bunch of shit that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's basically the uh, the Pekak attack snack pack all over again. Yeah, and the purple one, the green one, and the yellow one show up laughing for some reason because they're scary, spooky masks that laugh. And they're like, you can't kill us, idiot. And for some reason, Megatron is scared of their mask form because before yes. he just blasted the possessed Polar Claw out of the air. He's like, gods? I think not. And then they show up and they're like, you can't kill us that easily. <laughs> and he's like, ghosts? And he's afraid. Yeah, Megatron, the cowardly Megatron, who is totally afraid of the alien's power. But only when they're masks, not when they're like floating corpses that are possessed. This was my next go walk yourself moment. When they just like use their mind powers to uh Megatron being cowardly toward them. Oh, when he was like, I I can't, I don't. Yeah, it's like it's like, is this fucking like war for Cybertron Kingdom Megatron here or something? Like the Megatron we all know and love from the original, the OG Beast Wars. Uh he didn't he would also shoot one of these mask guys. He didn't He'd cower go, in the face of the whatever aliens. form you were. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, he like he on multiple occasions he tried to like co-opt their power. Oh even yeah. Though, and like, succeeded. Yeah. So yeah, this is like So, anyways, they use like their psychic powers or some bullshit and like electrocute him and Primal is like, no, please. And they're all like, oh, we should kill them. Oh, we should blah, blah, blah. And a very, you know, the trope where um, the three overwhelmingly powerful or two or whatever enemies that can easily destroy you are talked down by being like, oh, let us have a a contest of power and wits uh, seven days henceforth if you truly are all powerful. And then he turns to Megatron and he's like, I think they bought it. Okay, listen here, Vok. 
we could have a match right here tonight on Planet Energon. Wouldn't you all like to see that? Everyone starts cheering. And then he's like, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that in front of you. So, Valk, I'm challenging you to a three-on-two tag team match at double or nothing. Do you guys want to see that? Yeah! That's basically what he fucking fucking does here. Yep. <laughs> and uh, um, so the, the sh- shout out to themselves. our shout out to our several listeners who like pro wrestling. Yeah, which is like all of them for some reason. <laughs> There's a lot of overlap. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm I, starting I, to I, see that. I, metal, I took notice of that. Beast a while Wars. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Metal Beast Wars pro wrestling. Um, yeah. So they're like, okay, understand, blah 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 blah. Um, we'll keep our distance for seven cycles and then we will come for you. And Primal's so like, okay, minutes? good to know that <laughs> even good to know it's not just us, the foremost <clears throat> podcast of everything Beast Wars. Uh, it's also professionals like our uh, friend of the show, Eric, who have no idea how long a fucking cycle is. Uh, I guess they're, they're, um, their day is uh, in this comic on entire um, Saturday afternoon, <laughs> seven cycles. That's like a whole weekend. Yes. <laughs> um, so, and it's like, Oh, then we'll come for you. And he's like, but you're not allowed to spy on us. Otherwise like, that would ruin the experiment. And they're, they're like, why yes okay wink wink we totally won't spy on even you. though we've been doing it this whole time and we can go invisible and watch you <laughs> and uh, primal's like you were supposed to turn your head the other way and wink at them but you winked at <laughs> you winked at me and they were like be gone until next time uh <laughs> until next issue wait that was that's everything that happens in this yes Okay, yeah, so that, listeners, that, that's I actually, of, that's I actually read both 15 and 16 thinking it was one issue oh. because of how fast. Wait, so they just leave a cave and talk to the Vok? Yeah, they they leave a cave. They have that little fight. They talk to the Vok and the Vok, they, they challenge the Vok to a three on two tag team match at double or nothing. And uh, that's, uh, that's literally the best metaphor. I see. <laughs> I was hitting next. And I ended up on issue 16, and then I started reading that because of the preview. You know how there's like a preview? Yeah. And it shows you. Right. I thought this one was too. Okay, so yeah, they wake up in a cave, they leave the cave, they shit talk the Vok, challenge them to double or nothing. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> here on to too much. <laughs> uh, is there any final thing? Should we move on to the? Yeah, let's just it? go to the ratings. Here on Too Much Energon, we uh, have a rating system. Um, normally, normally it is a two, three-tier rating system. Um, from bad to good, it is not enough Energon, a sufficient amount of Energon, to too much Energon. Um, bad, okay, good. Uh, Siege, you just caught a random episode of Monday Night Raw. Would you tune in? Wait, wait, no, that's the wrong. You just uh, read uh, issue 15 of I- IDW's 2021 
um, Beast Wars comic, would you, what would you give it? This is a big old fucking no energon from me. Wow. This, this, this is like bottom tier, like no energon. Wow. No energon. Like, remember that issue that we did uh, a couple issues ago where you like this, this issue actually made me fucking angry. Oh, that, that was this issue did that to me. You know what? I, I can tell I have a sliding scale because I was just going to give this a sufficient amount of energon. Yeah. Or like a not enough energon or, or red whatever. Energon. Or <laughs> red energon. <laughs> what is that? Like the su- sufficient for this series? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I've ever called out the writer as hard as I did like I, I was pretty fiery on that one fucking page. Yeah. Where the writers don't even know what fucking alt mode means. Yeah. Um I you know what? I, I always try to tell us, like and, and you too, no, no, no. Have the miss stand alone. Right? Right. But is it no energon? Like I was pretty fucking mad, but like, is it offense? Uh nothing happens. It's no it, it has to be no energon for me, because put it this way. If this issue was cut, would it change anything? Yes, it sets up a big premise for how it's going to end, but it could have done that in a couple pages. Think about this. Um, him not knowing uh, the grammatic from a grammatical perspective, like that an alt mode inherently... Uh, Means that there's a main mode. Not, or... not two alt modes. Um, and he didn't say beast mode. Come on, dude. They go to beast mode to escape this all-powerful alien force field. Did the the children of the Valk leave them to, like, rot in? Or what does Tigatron say? We'll just leave you in here until you go into stasis forever. Also, Oh, no! How did you guys get out? Also, God Queens. That is... Say, the royalty! God Queen... I'm most offended that you don't know anything about ants, my my dude. You know what? No energon. Yeah, I'm I'm getting fine. I'm remembering back. I was the the arch was too pleasant. Uh, I forgot to uh, issue it as, and nothing happens. They walk out of a cave and like challenge the Vok to double or nothing. Yep. So much so that I forgot that that's how that ended. And in my head, I just combined issue 15 and 16. No Energon. I don't think, I think we pulled out No Energon unanimously. A few once, times. Once. A, a few before, times in this comic. Once before all of IDW. Oh, I think yeah, we yeah. had one unanimous No Energon. And it was the Vok episode, appropriately enough. <laughs> yeah. But in this run, I think it's been like three times. I think so, yeah. And and this is uh Yep, this is it. Well, that was episode one twenty three of Too Much Energy on. Uh, best way to support the show is to go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single five dollar Gary tier. Uh you get a I don't know, bi-weekly-ish exclusive podcast, the Super Laser Comb Patreon Super Show. Uh, you get the occasional commentary tracks and a whole bunch of archival content, like our old show, uh, late news show, Laser Comb Tonight and whatnot. 
Uh, so if you want to get in on that, uh, five bucks a month, patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I am at lasercomb. Uh, you can follow the show proper on Twitter at too much energon. You can follow me on Instagram at Christopher Siege, or you can add me as a friend on Xbox Live at, with the username Lasercomb. Uh, Cal, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me and uh, challenge me on my um, Animal Kingdom knowledge on Twitter at NeoCal, N E O underscore K A L. Um, I do know the rough structure of how ants work i do know that uh cheetahs are the fastest land uh animal in the world and i also know that um i I, I don't know this comic sucks yeah this comic sucks uh we're taking having to take next week off uh for logistic reasons because i'm moving uh so oh shit that's a hype day yeah, we're going to be, um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks or so with episode 124 of Too Much Energy on, where we're going to be talking about the Beast Wars annual number one. Oh, we're we're switching to the yeah, annual. Because the, the annual came out between this issue and issue 16, so. Ah. So going in order of release, next up is the uh, Beast Wars annual number one. <laughs> which uh i it's hilarious to me that it's the annual number one do you know what it's called uh, i talked about uh it, it's three stories and i talked about what um uh i think it was last week or the week before the the first story <laughs> is called scolds no good very bad today <laughs> so it wasn't just us that uh yeah made scold the brunt of being a, a dumb dummy Rhinox's amazing adventure. <laughs> and uh, uh, no doubt uh, Rhinox is like, well, <clears throat> time to get out my favorite beer hat and my favorite pair of uh, 60 shooters and uh, grab uh, grab old Gary, jump in the truck and go on a nice little freedom convoy across planet Energon. Yeehaw. I mean, at least that would be entertaining. <laughs> I, I'm sure that is infinitely, as, as is kind of one of our superpowers at this point, I think. Uh, we we have a, a, a keen way of making something sound infinitely more interesting than it actually is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, until next time, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal. Thanks for listening, and uh, until next take time. Take off. Until next time, take off, eh? Be real nice. Be real nice if your Beast Wars comic wasn't so fucking shit, bud. (laughs) Beast mode. Enemy of the show.